Welcome you to episode 313 of my podcast, Who's Paying Attention? And uh, to quote a movie that I love, and if you haven't seen it, you really should. The movie's called Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, starred Andy Garcia and Christopher Walken. But anyway, there's a scene in there where uh, Glenn uh, Plummer, Glenn Plummer talks about giving somebody a piece of ear. You coming in here trying to get a piece of ear. So here I am on my podcast trying to get a piece of ear from you and I thank you for giving it to me (laughs) got some new advertisers and they're great how about Gabby insurance now listen everybody wants to save money right so you look at your insurance and and if you're like me you're like everybody you have car insurance you have homeowners insurance you have this and that and the other I have a, a few motorcycles I got a car I got a home you got to insure everything and you know, you pay the bill and you pay the monthly bills and this and that. And you don't realize you could be saving money. So check out Gabby Insurance, okay? Now, I logged on and I saw I could save on my car insurance and I could probably save even more combining car and homeowner's insurance. So it, the money is there. It's it. Gabby customers save, on average, $825 a year. And if they can't find you savings then at least you know. You can relax. You know you got the best rate, okay? Gabby never sells your info. You don't get the spam. You don't get the robocalls. Have you noticed the robocallers have gotten better and now rather than scam likely coming up on the phone, some phone number comes up and you answer and it's still a robocall? You don't have to worry about that. Gabby's not selling your info. Gabby's saving you money on insurance. Listen, you're probably overpaying on your car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check. There's no obligation. Just go to Gabby.com slash Alonzo. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Alonzo. Okay, got it? Gabby.com slash Alonzo. And Gabby, thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Another advertiser, and this one, while they say it's for men, I suspect women may like it too. Let's talk about manscaping. Oh, you know what it is. It is, is it a thing? Yes, it's a thing. And it can be a dangerous thing with the wrong tools. Let me tell you something. It can get bloody. Okay, so I'm going to say it can get bloody. You want to manscape, you want to use the right tools. All right. So Manscaped, that's the brand you want to deal with. Manscaped is the only men's brand exclusively for below the belt grooming. That's right, this ain't for shaving your chin. This is to aim lower. You can get the Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit, right? Comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, which is the best trimmer on the market, has a ceramic blade, the advanced skin safe technology. That's what you want, skin safe. It's very sensitive skin. You also get the Crop Preserver, (laughs) which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer and a crop reviver to keep you smelling fresh. What more could you want? Okay, how about this? Subscribe, get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer every three months and get a couple of free gifts, the shed travel bag and of course, Manscaped boxer briefs to let her know that you're already Manscaped. Come on, there's more. There's always more. 
Check it out. Manscaped's new refined cologne. All right, that, that's enough. That's the package, okay? You get 20% off and free shipping. Use the code Alonzo at manscaped.com. You hear that? 20% off and free shipping with the code Alonzo, A-L-O-N-Z-O, at manscaped.com. The boys will thank you and your lady will thank you. Or your man, whoever. I'm just saying, Manscaped, it's worth the trouble. Play it safe. So, here we are. Um, today is March 11th. Uh, a year ago, March 13th, was the day I flew to Miami to do my final jazz cruise of the year. You know how much I love doing those. I got off the plane. The cruise was canceled. I got back on the plane, and I flew back to L.A. I did my stand-up show at the Laugh Factory the next day, March 14th, and then everything shut down. We all have stories like that. We were all doing something, and then it stopped, and, and nobody knew what was going on. Here we are a year later. I'm still not sure what's going on. I will tell you, and I'm going to get into this because the Democrats got the stimulus package passed, which is fantastic, but looking at governors now, you know, when this thing started, Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, New York and California, they they were in charge, they had answers, they had a plan, and I respected that. Now, a year later, they're both caught in scandal. Cuomo's dealing with sexual, um, uh, sexual, I don't know, misbehavior, sexual, uh, he's dealing with that stuff, you know, inappropriate advances to women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, uh, blew all credibility by having dinner at a high-end restaurant with his supporters and lobbyists during the shutdown. And now there's there's a recall effort on Gavin Newsom. You know, he's uh, he just talked about global warming, which I respect. Global warming's a thing. But exhaust emissions from cars in, in 2025 or 2035 even are not as big an issue as the homeless tent cities in Los Angeles and San Francisco and so many other places. You know, we they, they have to do something. Look, I don't want the governor recalled. We're not good with recalls. The last time we recalled the governor, we got Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I do not want The Rock to become the governor of California because he looks good on screen. Yeah, that's what we do. Newsom, get your shit together. I don't know if I can say that what they're doing, now scientifically it's better, on an intelligent basis it's better, but people are tired. People are tired of the shutdown, quarantines, everything else. So you look at, at Texas, where the governor just said, screw everything, everything's open. And you look at Florida, where basically nothing ever closed. I I don't know. I don't know which is the right approach at this point because people are getting tired of it. I'm not saying to open everything. It's too soon. I Get the vaccines out and spread it. But what I'm saying is that if somebody were to argue about a lousy governor, the they're, the... Cuomo and Gavin Newsom no longer have like a high road. They can no longer say, well, we're better because because they're, they're not doing a good job in, in other areas. Cuomo has that thing with getting money from the hospitals and, and taking away any liability they may have had and mistakes they made. So nobody's clean in this game anymore. Um, we're losing. Get it together. Get it together, government. 
that this is your job. Do your job, all right? Leave the women alone. Focus on the biggest problems at hand and, and do your job, honestly. Now, the federal government has done their job. Well, they're doing their job. And I will say that I think Biden's doing a good job. For one thing, you know, one thing I love about Joe Biden, I don't know what he does day to day. I don't know. Because there aren't 42 tweets of who he's angry at and blah, 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 and all that nonsense. He's busy working. And I might not be the only, I must not be the only one because he's got a 70% approval rate on his handling of the coronavirus and COVID-19 and everything else, whatever you want to call it. Now, the stimulus package is passed, okay? In spite of Republicans' best efforts, the stimulus package is passed. There'll be $1,400 checks sent to people, $300 a week in additional unemployment benefits. There's money being put in there for small businesses, restaurants, other businesses that are hit really hard by this COVID and the shutdown. They're putting money in for vaccine, $3,000 tax subsidy for children, more money for Obamacare to get health care done. It is as full of packages can be. Does it have the $15 minimum wage? No, it doesn't. Is it $2,000 instead of $1,400? Unfortunately, no. There are progressives who are mad about it. I, I don't know what to tell you. They did it. They did something. Okay, again, in spite of Republicans' best efforts. The the Democrats are even hoping that this will carry forth into the midterms so they can keep their offices. Because remember, right now, Republicans are in states like Georgia, Texas, Florida, doing everything they can to make sure people can't vote in the midterm elections. That is their way of winning. Stop you from voting and they're doing all they can. You have the crazy redistricting they've done, et cetera, et cetera. So it's already, you know, he's been president for two months. We're already looking at how tough the midterm's gonna be. So hopefully people remember this, okay? Now some Republican strategist, I love people with no name, just a title. A Republican strategist, he said, well, who wouldn't be favoring who wouldn't be in favor of the government putting free money in their account? Well, let's look at that. Who wouldn't be in? I, I'm sure that the CEOs, the hedge fund managers, the people who've inherited wealth, they, all of them who got money from the Trump tax cuts probably were happy with the government putting money in their accounts. Okay, so shut up. This is for people. This is this is they're trying to help working people. There's going to be more PPP money in there. Hopefully that money's not taken by rich companies the way it was the first time around. Uh, maybe Tom Brady won't need another 900 grand. Sorry, Tom, that, that, was, that was a lousy move on your part. But anyway, the, this bill is passed. It'll be signed, should be signed Friday uh, by, by Biden. And it's, I'm not even gonna say it's a victory for Democrats. It's something for the people. People have been waiting for this money. People people have bills to pay. People got rent. $1,400 is not enough, but it's something. $300 a week is not 600 a week, which came the first time, but it's something. It helps. Again, if you live in New York or LA, something like that, super high cost of living, that money will be absorbed in minutes. But for most of the country, it helps. So good for them. Now... <laughs> I have to laugh because they, they didn't even waste time. So every Republican senator voted against COVID-19, but that will not stop them from taking credit. 
Roger Wicker, senator from Mississippi, the day after it bill passes, puts out on his Twitter, independent restaurant operators have won 28 $28 billion worth of targeted relief. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's already taking credit for it. He voted against it. And the next day, he's taking credit for it. <laughs> I was for the bill. Oh, yeah, I was for the bill long before this legislation. Did you vote for it? Well, no. Well, no, I didn't vote for it, but but I want it. The, the Republicans are just <laughs> the flip. I, they should they should. I hope they have health care. I hope they have good health care because their backs should should snap from flipping this fast. OK, and I'm going to give you a flip that's going to blow your mind. But first, here's another one. Suddenly, Republicans want presidential press conferences. That's right. When when Trump went a whole year without saying anything, yeah, he tweeted nonsense, but no official press conference uh, with all the lies that came out with it, the, all of that. They they were fine. That don't say anything. It's it's an attack. Fake news. The liberal media. Blah 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 blah. Suddenly, why isn't the president giving a a speech every day? Why isn't he answering answering questions? Be careful what you ask for. You've heard it before. You'll hear it again. Fox News reporter Pete du Peter Ducey tries to catch Jen Psaki, who is his Trump's, uh, Trump's, I'm sorry, Biden's press secretary, tries to catch her up with his BS. And it, basically his question was, hey, if the CDC approved opening of migrant detention centers at full capacity and schools at full capacity, why are schools still closed, right? The problem with this is when you ask somebody who's intelligent, professional, and knows how to do the job, not Sarah Huckabee Sanders or Kelly, whatever her name, the liars, but someone who actually knows, not someone who's just making up things, you get a real answer. So Saki handled it perfectly. She said, she said to him, is there a school in particular that didn't do that? And he was like, that, I haven't see the hat. She was like, is there a school that does that? Because she explained that what the CDC said was, if a school follows eight protocols, then they can open at full capacity. You know, whatever those protocols may be, mass, distancing, et cetera, et cetera. If they follow all eight, they can be open. So she's asking, do you know of a school that followed all eight protocols and is not open? That's basically what she's asking, at which point he said, yeah, which is basically his answer. Um, <laughs> but that is not the biggest flip of the week. I hope you're sitting down. You're going to love this. Trump asked for a mail-in ballot. <laughs> yes, yes. After all this stuff about mail-in ballots are wrong, fake ballots, voter fraud, let's storm the Capitol, blah, blah, blah. He actually sat on his fat ass in, in Palm Beach and asked for a mail-in ballot. Can't write this stuff. Can't write this stuff. Why does he need a mail-in ballot? Allow me to quote my friend and hilarious comedian, Louis Black. Because, uh, why the fuck not? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> that, that it's, it's, again, it's only two months since they stormed the Capitol over the fake election results, right? And he, he's sitting on his fat ass. And I've been in Palm Beach. Palm Beach ain't that big. 
You don't need a mail-in ballot. You could drive from one end of Palm Beach to the other probably in a half hour. I don't know. I was just there last weekend. Great shows, by the way. It was fun. Worth the risk. Worth the risk. Um, I had people walk out every show, so I felt that was pretty good. Not a lot of people, but just a few Karens and a few crazed Republicans who were in favor of storming the Capitol really didn't like me. But anyway, Trump requests a mail-in ballot. I, I don't know. One more time, I will say it. You cannot make this stuff up. The the speed at which they flip with, with just, I mean, just don't care. It's amazing. And he's their leader, who, by the way, wants money from the Republican Party every time they use his name. And they said no. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's enough. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm back. I, I can't even comment on the ridiculousness of that. Okay, um, I've been talking about this for weeks. I will continue to talk about it because I think it's very important. What am I talking about? BetterHelp.com. I'm talking about counseling. I'm talking about help. I'm talking about men mental illness is real. Okay, now listen. This is a paid paid ad. It's a sponsorship, but I appreciate them sponsoring my podcast because I think that this is well worth it. Now, mental health, it, it's not the stigma attached thing. It's, it's not, it doesn't mean you can't function. For me, the biggest, two biggest problems I had that I dealt with, I dealt with my addiction long ago, okay, coming up on 33 years clean and sober, which I'm very happy about. But I also have self-image, self-worth, um, lack of self-confidence, all of these things that I've dealt with, um, ability to communicate. I know I'm, I can communicate publicly, but privately, there's, there's problems. I've dealt with this. Mental health issues are real, okay? Betterhelp.com. I mean, what's interfering with your happiness? Are you in your own way? Okay, they, they will assess your needs, match you with a licensed professional therapist, okay? It's, it's a safe environment it's, and it's it's convenient you can do it online okay it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it's professional counseling you can send a message to your counselor anytime you get timely responses okay and and it's all again all kind of things depression anxiety sleeping trouble sleeping from stress trauma anger issues family conflicts grief self-esteem so many things you talk to them it's confidential convenient, professional, and affordable. Okay, here's what you do. You get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Alonzo. Okay, I want you to have a happier life. I want you to, to live your best life, as the kids say. So join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Alonzo. Do it. You're worth it. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about this week, and I am—I have mixed feelings over this. I've been talking to people, trying to learn about this. It is this interview that many of you probably saw with Oprah and Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Uh, first of all, kudos to Oprah for doing this. Personally, I don't know. I don't know if I even think it's important, to be honest. I'm not too worried about Meghan Markle. Uh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> a 
Wendell Pierce, who's a brilliant actor, he was in he was on Suits. He played her dad, I guess, on Suits. But he was also um, on The Wire. He was bunk. That that's where I fell in love with this guy as an actor. And he said that this was insignificant. The the interview was insignificant. He said today three thousand people are going to die in America from COVID, and going to the royal couple is is what do you say quote full of sound and fury signifying nothing i get what he's saying i i don't find the royals important at all but he you know a lot of people do so so i respect that too and i again i respect oprah she is is very good and very professional and very understanding and i will say this also when megan markle sits there talking about her problems at no point did Oprah say, really, really? Imagine what I did. Look at what I went through. Because I guarantee you, Oprah had a harder time than Meghan Markle can even imagine. And this is my problem with Meghan Markle. Now, I understand absolutely there was racism against her. Uh, she was treated bad for being a woman, for being a, a black woman. Okay, I, I know they biracial woman of color black woman okay nobody ever looked at tiger and say hey we don't want that uh that south korean golfer black woman okay and my view is that if you're the first black anything and it doesn't matter what it is if you're the first black anything it's going to be rough and you know it's going to be rough they're going to be on you you just ask the williams sisters ask uh, uh, like i said tiger woods going back to Jackie Robinson, so many, in, in so many professions, you know, uh, Beverly Johnson, the first black supermodel had to deal with crap. Michelle Obama, imagine the shit she had to deal with. Kamala Harris, you know, their entire career, they dealt with this. So black women have dealt with this and you know what they didn't do? They didn't quit. They didn't quit. They were strong enough. They knew that they knew going in, it was going to be rough and they, they held their heads high and they stood up to every asshole distractor detractor and they ignored the idiots and they succeeded and and with their success came even more kudos a lot of the people who doubted them didn't like them flip whatever listen so so i have a big problem with her quitting right now she says she didn't know what she was getting into going into the royal family i don't believe that there's no way i didn't know anything about the royals not true if you you Princess Diana was world news, okay? World news. Now, here's another one. Again, God bless her. Sorry she for her untimely death, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when you're in a royal family, like the, the their job, what do they do? What do they, let's be honest. What do they do? I travel around the world. I give away money I didn't earn. That's what they do. That's what they do. Charity. She talked about going on tour. When she went on tour with, with Prince Harry... You have to wave, you have to you kiss babies, you go to hospitals and stuff. Okay, it's something, you got to do it. And you have to look happy even when you're not granted. But talk to performers on tour. Talk to, to, a, to a, a, you know, a singer or a band or it's a comic. It could be, but, but I'm talking about these world tours that you got to be on every night or every week. And it's huge. And you got thousands and thousands of people who paid all this money to see you and they expect the best. And they they don't care if you you're tired. They don't care if your dog died or whatever else. They don't care if the, you know. And when the tabloids talk stuff about you, that's what tabloids do. 
what tabloids do. So every week, somebody's having an affair or, or they're on drugs or the blah, blah, blah. And listen, were they unfair to her? Absolutely. Yes, they were unfair. Did they take things like they, they talked about the baby bump that Kate Middleton was was loving mother cradling her baby bump and and um, Meghan Markle was was proud, prideful and egotistical cradling her baby. Yes, of course, the coverage is unfair because that's what they're going to do. But you know what? That comes with the job and you get millions of dollars. You get taken care of. She complained about when they left their position with the royal family that they lost their security. Well, yeah, Megan, when you quit your job, you lose the benefits. That's how it works, okay? When Lockheed laid me off back in 1988, they didn't say, you know, Alonzo, you go ahead and keep that health insurance. We got you. No, you leave the job, you lose the benefits. It, unfortunately, yeah, um, she talked about her son not getting the title of prince. If you want to walk away from all of this, then walk away from all of it. I don't think you can walk away, but I want to keep parts of it. I'd like to keep this, this, and this, okay? And this is my opinion. She came across very calculated and unlikable in this interview. I felt like she was an actress playing a role. Somebody said to me, and the Emmy for, for most feeling interview goes to, you know. Now, I know that I, I'm, I could be wrong, absolutely wrong. So I've been talking to black women about this and I've been getting, I've talked to four women so far and I'm getting different opinions, but uh, I'll say this three out of four, not supportive. The supportive one was the youngest woman is a woman in her thirties. And she, and I talked to her about black women being strong and dealing with this. And she said, Hey, we could be tired of being strong. You get tired of being strong and Megan's trying to take care of her family and this and okay, Grant, I respect that. You don't have to be a hero. I've said this before that, you know, they expect you to be the best and you may not be and that's okay. So I'll respect that. I'll give her that. Um, another woman, light skinned woman, mother said that what bothered her was Megan pulling Harry away from his family. She said, you don't take a man away from his family even if his family's royal and all of that. And again, Megan's saying she didn't know what goes with that. She said nobody taught her the curtsy or the, the uh, British national anthem or any of that. You know what? Learn it. Teach yourself. When you get a new job, you're expected to know stuff, right? So if your job is to be the duchess or whatever, then you have to learn this stuff. That's on you. Nobody has to teach it to you. You know when you marry this guy, you suddenly have to appear as, as a royal. What does that mean? You know, we got this thing called Google. Just saying. You could learn the national anthem without, you know, it's part of your job. But anyway, this woman brought that up. And, and she also said, and this, she's light-skinned. As a matter of fact, she um, she has said people have mistaken her for white, which I never did. But once she said it, I was like, yeah, I could see how that could happen. And she said, you know what? When me and my husband, she's married to a black man, dark-skinned. She said, people were like, hmm. How, what are the babies going to be like? She said that that's normal, that that's that families ask that families like what? To, and trust me, a white family like the royal family, a, a black woman comes in. They're like, what are the babies going to look like? It may not be right, but someone's going to say it. So it's not going to kill you. That was this is from that woman. Um, I had another woman say that it, it is a tough situation she was in. 
And that is true. I'm not denying it was tough. And <laughs> another one who was the one who said, you know, the Emmy for the best actress, she was like, listen, this, this woman is, is a Hollywood star, you know, actress, a beautiful woman all her life expected to be handed things. And suddenly she got in a situation that was over her head and beyond her control. And, and maybe that's true. I don't know. I, I just know that, you know, do I sympathize? I sympathize on the racism. I don't sympathize on that, on the handling of it. She even said a thing about, you know, well, you know, when people look like they want to see somebody in that role. In other words, when Barack Obama became president, all around the world, young black people were like, wow, look what we can do. I see it because you did it. Um, that would be the same thing with Serena and, and Venus Williams playing tennis, a traditionally white sport where a lot of young black women, and they're up there now, they're playing tennis, or, or Gabby Douglas in, in gymnastics, winning the all around, and a lot of young black women saying, wow, I can do gymnastics. I get all of that. But you know what, Megan? None of these women quit, and you quit. And that is my problem with you. You quit. So I don't buy it. These women put up with, yeah, they were strong. It was what they did was incredible. And you were put in a very tough situation and, and the racism was bad and the, the hatred and the trolls and all of that. But you stepped into this world. I mean, you're, you're a Kardashian. You're a Car Same thing. You talk about the Kardashians being being famous for doing nothing. You haven't. You didn't do anything. You didn't work to earn the position. You married into a royal family, and with that came a lot of bad tabloid coverage. And people didn't like you. And people, did, millions of people loved you too. It wasn't all bad, but you got a lot of benefits. You get to live in a palace. You get millions of dollars. You get everything taken care of. She was like, "I can't go to lunch with my friends." Yeah, you could. You could just go. You're an adult. All right. Yeah, the machine is difficult and you got to check and there's protocols and blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, you could go to lunch with your friends or have your friends come to the palace and have lunch with you there. Don't say that can't be done. I refuse to believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe you can't have lunch with your friends as easy as you could before you became a royal, but I'm sure they have a way of making it happen. Okay. So that's my view. I, um, I'm with Wendell Pierce. It's not a bit, it's insignificant, but it matters to a lot of people. And I just, mm, I've watched the interview. She just didn't come across as likable. I think that's part of the job. I think when you're in a public position like that, that's one of the things. If you're likable, people will support you. She just came off too calculated for me. I didn't believe, I didn't buy any of the emotion. Good actress, but not great actress. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, that's it for me. That's it for this week. Uh, I appreciate you as always. Thank you for a piece of ear. Things are happening. Things are coming up. I hope to have an announcement next week. I haven't forgot that I put it out there. Just want to make it solid before I take it any farther. Who's paying attention? You guys are. And I appreciate it. Listen, to this Saturday, I'm doing a thing with Armed Forces Entertainment. It's a virtual show with George Lopez and George Wallace and Tammy Pascatelli. And I love doing that. So happy to be entertaining the troops, even if I can't do it live. Keep laughing. Stay safe. If you got your vaccine, congratulations. If you didn't, it's coming. I'll let you know when I get mine. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Mm -hmm.